And welcome everybody. It's time to talk a little NFL football with Connor Mullins and Coy Oslin. My name is Hutton Harris. Excited to be here with you guys. We're going to talk, uh, man, what a weekend. Cowboys lose, Cowboys lose, Cowboys lose. Coy, you excited about that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Connor, what's your take on the Cowboys losing? Cowboys lost. It's the yeah. same thing every year. Hit it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling out all the stuff. Oh, yeah. Use the button. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man. The last we found time. that, I don't even know, like two yeah. months ago. And now every time <laughs> we just say any comment, we got to use it now. Sorry to our friend Joseph. Yeah. He may be joining us later. And yeah. uh, Jalen won't be joining us anymore. I know he was crying after that one. So Cowboys lose. We'll jump into them in just a little bit. Uh, but we got... Divisional round is my is my favorite weekend of football in pro in in NFL all year long. It's four fantastic matchups, um, and again, I I don't know how you guys watch it. I don't know if you guys are just casual, you know, viewers, but um, it's appointment television for me. I know that we had a game here, um, men's basketball, so we were watching, and we'll jump into it first. But uh, we were watching. Jaguars, Chiefs, and we'll just start with you, Coy. What do you think uh, about the Patrick Mahomes injury? Is the the Chiefs do take it, but the but the Jags gave him a little bit of a fight there. Uh, it's it's gonna definitely play into this next round. Obviously, yeah. I think Cincinnati's probably just the best team in the AFC at this point. I mean, yeah. Mahomes is that roster to an extent. Not right. to di- discredit anyone else, but you know when you, when you put so much on one guy's back, that's gonna really run you to the ground the next round. I do think that they stand a chance still, but it's going to be slim. I agree, Connor. What are your thoughts on the game itself? I don't know. Did you did you watch the the uh, the whole Jaguars Chiefs game, or, or or what what were you doing during that time? Honestly, I think I was able to watch most of the second half yeah. of that game. Uh, I saw Mahomes get out. Henny came in. He had a great drive, and yeah, I thought, you know, if he's playing well, then what? You know, it doesn't really matter. I thought Lawrence had a tough couple drives at the end of that game. Uh, I mean, he's still young, still growing as a Jaguar, growing as a quarterback right. in the NFL, and they'll be fine. Their defense is good. It's been good for a few years now. I mean, the Jaguars are a really young team, and I think the Chiefs, they just have the better team in the, the end of the day. They do. The The Jaguars were, I think, seven or eight-point underdogs here, and they played about like that. I mean, again, and credits to Doug Peterson and what yeah. he's doing there. He's yeah, done great. I mean, again, if you don't remember, um, all, uh, nearly Nebraska hire Urban Meyer was there last year, right, Coy? And so, uh, Urban Meyer tanked that team, and it turns out to be a pretty good team. And so, that shows the importance of a coach, obviously, in the NFL. But you're right. I think Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Christian Kirk. Uh, they're going to get Calvin Ridley le- next year, uh, and so um, they're they're going to be good. They're going to be good. Their defense is solid. Um, the Chiefs are just on another level with Kelsey, obviously, Juju Smith Schuster, and you know they've got um, they've got Patrick Mahomes, who obviously is is an explosive player. But when he went down, I was I, I was shocked that because I, I immediately thought that's a high ankle sprain or a knee or something. It was I think they said today that he played with a high ankle sprain and he should have just stayed out of the game. I well, think is what I saw. hundred percent. But earlier. you're not gonna. Yeah. You're not gonna. He's not gonna leave no. that game. I've also heard that for people that have had that, uh, it's easier to play with adrenaline, obviously, during that time, than it is to wake up the next morning and play again. And so, um, I don't know if you guys saw today, but the line went from 
the Chiefs being favored by a point and a half, somebody in Vegas, I think, knows more than we do because now the Chiefs are two and a half point underdogs, at least at least in, in Vegas. I don't know about on uh, you know ESPN site or whatever, but um, that tells me that there's something pretty wrong with that guy's ankle, which probably is true. But the Chiefs win, no, no shocker. Uh, let's head to uh, the next game. Really even less to talk about there, Giants and Eagles. We'll start with Connor. NFC matchup, NFC East matchup. What do you think about this one? Eagles dominated. I mean, I don't know if I really saw it coming. The Giants, I thought, played well enough in their first round to get to this game. Jalen Hurts was legit. Yeah. Uh, he looked really good in that game, and they blew him out of the water. And so credit to the Eagles. Again, not much to say on this game. Daniel, credit to the Giants, though. Yep. I mean, the first-year head coach with Dayball, um, nine and seven, four and four on the road, not the best, but they've still got a very high ceiling, in my opinion, for the next few seasons as long as DeBall stays there. Yeah. Do you guys think that Daniel Jones is the answer in New York? I mean, he's 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 I think he's at the end of his his rookie deal. Um, what are y'all's thoughts on how he played this year? He obviously won a playoff game against a weak Vikings team, but what are y'all's thoughts? I I. I I don't see a reason to let him leave. Right. Especially with the quarterback market, what it is right now, and what the draft class is. Yep. Don't let give him, him Dak. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't let him leave. You know he's. Yeah. He's improved so much already. Yeah. Don't don't just don't let that guy walk right now. You've got a guy right. who's improving. It's not going to hurt to keep him, and you're not going to be paying tons of money. And I think, I mean, in the NFL today, I mean, the, the, you have freaks like Lawrence. You have people who, again, who can come in in a couple of years and, and change a franchise. But there, I think the law of averages say that most of those quarterbacks that people draft are either going to fail or they're going to they're gonna probably use that whole rookie contract to learn about the NFL. I mean, again, Peyton Manning went 3-13 and 13 his first year, you know? I mean, there are not many Tom Brady's out there. And so, yeah, I mean, again, 38-7, to seven, uh, just not a lot to say. I think the highlight of this game, probably the headline at least, is that the Eagles took care of a weaker team similar to the Cowboys the week before. And so, again, right out of the shoot, people are like, well, you know, I mean, the Eagles going to figure out a way to win this game. Watch out for the Giants. Will they cover? It was seven and a half points. No chance. I mean, if the Eagles play like that, they're going to be really, really tough to beat. Connor, what do, you, what do you think about the Eagles overall this season? Here's my point. Exactly five years ago on January 21st, so on Saturday when they played the Giants, five years ago mm-hmm. in the 2017 season when they won the Super Bowl, they beat the Vikings 38-7 to <laughs> that same year. So yeah. Eagles fans might be seeing double there. Yeah. Uh, I just think this Eagles team is going to be so- It's going to be tough to beat. I mean, the Niners got Brock Purdy. We'll talk about them in a little bit. Right. Um, That's going to be a really fun matchup to see Jalen Hurts playing at the top of his game against another really young quarterback in Brock Purdy. I'm excited to see what this NFC Championship has to offer. Right. Um, And I I think the Eagles deservedly won that game against the Giants. Daniel Jones, you know, he's 25. He's still developing, still pretty young for a quarterback. I think he'll be fine in the Giants uniform as long as he stays there. I agree. And I think just as a as an NFC East fan, I think you look at the quarterback situation there. Uh, I, honestly, I I think the arrow is pointing up a lot more for Daniel Jones than it is for some other quarterbacks in the NFC East. So, all right, let's go to Sunday. Um, man, 
This one to me was the most highly anticipated matchup of the weekend. Bengals, Bills, obviously you had the DeMar Hamlin thing uh, a few weeks before. Different location. It was snowing. Um, did you guys watch this game? Did you what were what were your thoughts on on Joe Burrow versus Josh Allen? Coy, let's start with you. Uh, Josh Allen's my guy. Yeah, University of Wyoming grad. You guys right. love talking about on your your <laughs> yeah, football podcast. Yeah. You guys talk you talk about that a lot. Uh, he he got outplayed. Yeah, you know, and I don't know. Some people are going to say, "Oh, it was a California quarterback playing against a Midwest quarterback and." cold conditions and all that doesn't matter i don't think that matters at all no he got beat right. fair and square it's one of those deals where it's just the Bengals. i don't i don't think they're better yeah than the bills they just have more behind them and they've had more behind them since the beginning of the playoffs last year yep yeah i watched a lot of bills this year a lot of bills one of my best buds is a big bills fan and uh, just cowboys and bills history i've always been intrigued with the bills um, they're, you know, I mean, you could, you could make the case that they're the most tortured franchise in the NFL. Um, but this year, the bills had a very clear line of demarcation. In my opinion, they were, I think they were right there, obviously with the Bengals and, and the chiefs as Super Bowl favorites in the AFC and, and deservedly. So they were, they were really good, but in week five or six, I'm not sure which, uh, Josh Allen got hurt and, um, he was de- definitely different after that. Um, he uh, he throws a lot of errant passes. Um, he turns the ball over in the red zone quite a bit. Stop me if that reminds me reminds me of another quarterback in the NFC East. Um, but he's just not quite there yet, in my opinion. Now I will say he is one of a kind when it comes to rushing. He he has some he has some sort of superpower when it comes to inside the five six yard line. They don't need a running back. Now they will when he gets hurt again, <laughs> because he's going to get four hundred million dollars, and they're not going to want to you know they're not going to want to throw him. Uh, they're not going to want to run him as much. And so I thought the Bills played uh, about as good as they could play. Um, because I, I just think that there's a ceiling there. And and Stefan Diggs, not impressed with him over the last half of the season. Dawson Knox was good. Uh, their defense is okay. Josh Allen, he's okay. He's number four or five, maybe I would say, quarterback rankings in the NFL. He's not number one. Connor, what do you think about that game on, from the Bills' perspective? It was a perfect scenario for a Bills win, yeah. in my opinion, with the snow on Sunday. You had DeMar Hamlin yep. to watch the game. It would have been a storybook ending for me if they had gone all the way and won the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, That's part of the reason I picked them to win the Super Bowl in my bracket uh, is because I thought they would really pull it out. But we saw that first playoff game against yeah. the Dolphins. They really struggled. A Dolphins team without Tua yeah. also. Yeah. They won by three and snuck by in that wild card round. And so... There were already some, at least feelings throughout the week. For me, I thought, okay, yeah. maybe Buffalo doesn't have the best team or doesn't have the team we thought they did heading into the playoffs. They were the first preseason title favorite to not reach a conference championship game since Seattle in 2015. Oh, so they were the preseason title favorite. Yeah. They were. Not uh, surprised. So it, it, the Bengals, Zach Taylor has done a phenomenal job with them. Joe Burrow did his thing again. They have a really balanced Ooh. offense. Their offensive line My is Bengals. not the best. No, they're not. Uh, and we saw that, especially last year in the Super Bowl. But 
I do think the Bengals have a chance to beat the Chiefs on Sunday, and we can talk about that more. Yeah, if you want. yeah. The Bengals, man, they they came out firing. They weren't taking any prisoners. Joe Burrow is just a straight assassin. He's just an assassin. Like They're going to be in trouble in a few years when they have to pay all those young guys. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, again, that the the chickens always come to roost at some point. Uh, Bengals take care of of the of the Bills. What uh, what was the final score there? 27 20, 10. 20, 27 10. Um, the, again, if you can imagine this, the Bills were favored by five and a half points, and so that was pretty easy money there. <laughs> if you were betting on that game, um, but the Bengals just have something, man. They're just they're just ice cold, and uh, they they're going to go into Kansas city and it's, it's going to be a heck of a game. We can talk about that in just a minute. Let's get to the last game of the weekend. Obviously a one that we all want to talk about here on the inside source. Let's talk about doing a little reset here. Connor Mullins, Coy Oslin, Hutton Harris here to talk um, divisional round football in the NFL this weekend. Let's talk Cowboys 49ers, such nostalgia, such history, I mean, if you watched five seconds of the broadcast, it, they reminded you of that like 50 times. And so, Coy, what were your thoughts on the way that the Cowboys approached this game and kind of their game plan? Before I do that, yeah, I want to mention T.Y. Hilton. Okay. And just give credit to the man yeah. for performing. Former I Colt. think I think yeah. he did well. People, you know, the debate was, well, what – what wide receiver are we going to bring? What yeah. receiver? Who is it going to be Beckham? Who's yeah. And we brought in T.Y. Hilton, and everyone complained. I think he put up better numbers than Beckham probably would have. He did great. And I want yeah. I, I, I to I say that. My big issue with this team right now, it is something you and I talked about mm-hmm. on this probably a year ago to this day maybe, Ezekiel Elliott yep. has to go. Yep. You uh, yep. eat the money and send the man away. And here's why, in my opinion, okay? When Pollard goes down, now you're exposed. Because he is not a three-down back. He's, no. a, he's basically a fullback. No, he like, at this <laughs> point, yeah, by his size, he's a power back. Yes. He's not. Yes. He's, holy, I'm you sure. have to have that change of pace, yes. and that's what Pollard offers. Well, they, early in Zeke's career, he was absolutely a three-down back. He could come out of the backfield, and his secret weapon was that he could stay in on third down, chip, and then catch multiple passes per drive, right? He can't do that anymore. And I don't know if it's because he's gained weight. He's just a little bit older. He's got a lot of tread on those tires. But you're right, Coy. I mean, that is that is a big, big problem for the Cowboys this offseason. Um, Connor, what did you think about the way the 49ers came out? Brock Purdy did his thing again. Uh, I was expecting the Cowboys to face the toughest defense they've played all yeah. year, and that showed. Yeah. Uh, that 49ers defense is really strong. And Maher, yeah. you know, he didn't do his thing. Didn't, didn't start out no. very well, and the Cowboys looks kind of rough. I thought Dak played all right. wasn't his best game. He had the two interceptions. The 49ers defense really capitalized on his mistakes, though, and were able to turn this into a seven-point win yeah. for the second time against the Cowboys in a year, and it's their 12th straight win. So it's their longest win streak since yeah. 84. Yeah, the 49ers are just kind of like the Bengals. I picked – Cincinnati, yeah. San Francisco, the beginning of the playoffs. I, I still stand by that. I I think that those two teams just have it. You know, I, they just have something. And Purdy was good enough. He he made some. He made He's some on a decent great team. Throws. He doesn't yes. need to be this exactly. all star quarterback. Right. And we could, I saw something that said Jimmy Garoppolo might be back for the Super Bowl. <laughs> 
if if they are to make it that far. I don't even know. Who I don't even is. know if, if don't, they who, would start him. But who we'll is see. that guy? Yeah. Why why would you why would you bring him? I back? have no clue. I feel like that's just for a backup role, obviously. But also feel bad for Trey Lance. Yeah, I who, mean, who knows what they're going to do with we'll that see. guy? But um, my take on the Cowboys is this: similar to what Coy said, um, I I am a thirty. I'm thirty six years old. I've been a Cowboys fan for thirty six years. Um, again, I've said this on this podcast before. I've been spoiled as a six, seven, and eight, nine year old for those three out of four years. We won three out of four Super Bowls, and I thought that's that was my birthright as a Cowboys fan. It's not, obviously. 27 years later, we were have not been back to the NFC Championship. And so for people listening to this, I don't want you to think I'm not a Cowboys fan. I think that I want I want you to understand that I'm a jaded Cowboys fan. Um, I, I am starting to get that way as a Rangers fan. <laughs> but they have we i have earned the right and most of us have if you're a real cowboys fan to be skeptical why would i believe in you if you can't even get to your own title game why why would i believe in you and it all starts to me with we all know jerry jones doesn't have what it takes to be a gm okay and it, just in my opinion but i think you're right i i think we could talk about dak and zeke and all those people you know down the line but as far as the game goes man I've seen this over and over and over again where the Cowboys mop up teams or they play down to teams, but they eventually win the game. You're like, oh, they won the game. Same thing with the Bucks last week. And I'm saying the same thing with the Giants and Eagles. Eagles look great right now, but they just played a team that was extremely inferior to them. Same thing happened with the Cowboys. The Cowboys rebounded. They, they beat the Bucks. Good for them. They were inferior. They came up against a real team. Over the last decade, maybe even the last 30 years, the Cowboys have not played well against teams that are so much. They've not upset many teams is what I'm trying to say. And so going into this game, the Cowboys needed everything to go right. They never got anything going, you know. Pollard Ever. going out really hurt the offense, in my opinion. You're right. But you're right. I, I Elliot didn't I, help either. I, no, I think that the game plan changes, though, for the 49ers. The 49ers were playing with their food, in my opinion. Like, again, they're settling for field goals when they could have been going for it on fourth and four or whatever. McCaffrey did nothing in the first half. I think if they're if Pollard stays in you know, throughout the second half, things change. Corey, what do you, I mean, overall, just what's your last Cowboys hot take here? I think that what hurts the most is it was a winnable game, oh, is yeah, what yeah, you were getting at. It definitely it was. was. And the, was. the deal at hand is you can blame Dak, you can blame Mike McCarthy, yeah. you can blame offensive coordinating, you can blame Zeke. Owen Simpson did all that in one tweet. <laughs> um, <laughs> what did he say? I don't remember. I mean, but I'll, I'll find it. It's, it's one of those deals where... If you surround yourself with yes men, it's going to be a problem. Yep. Mike McCarthy's that. Sean Payton's on the market. Yeah. And you're Jerry Jones. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. At this point, just yep. do it and leave the team alone and let him do whatever he wants. Right. It would be interesting to see if Sean Payton came here, what his first couple of months would look like. What would he shed? And I think the pieces for the Cowboys that you keep, obviously, you have to look at your offensive line. That it's getting older. Um, I think you get rid of Zeke. Yeah. I think that you look at – take a really hard look at Dak. Um, I know he's locked up. But CeeDee Lamb's awesome. You need another piece I think I think the only things that you should keep, like locked down for sure, Parsons, Lamb, 
in Pollard. Yeah. That's the only thing. And Zach Martin. Yeah. Yeah, and Zach Martin, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I I just it's just I said beat literally like beating a dead horse here. It's like uh, what what's today? January 20 whatever, 5th. I bet you one year from today we're talking about the exact same thing. And and it's going to be a fun ride, 12 and 5 again or whatever, you know, and that's cool. But that's why like when when again when Joseph gets gets all excited about the Cowboys, I'm just like wait till January. Because that's but exactly that's the, we right. We beat no notable teams this year. No, I know. We beat there, Philadelphia yeah, the one yeah. time, but does that really count? No. no. We beat the Vikings by no. like 30-something no. with Cooper Rush. The NFL, <laughs> the NFL shows you who the best team is in January. It's you, There are not many Cinderella teams that just roll through, you know? And so you're going you're gonna to see pretty, pretty clearly in this divisional round who's really great. The best team the Cowboys have had in the last 15 years is, is 2016, in my opinion, when Dak and Zeke were rookies because they had the Packers on the ropes in this round. And then they would have gone on and played the Falcons, who, again, of course, were really good that year. But that would have been a great NFC championship game. That's been their best team, in my opinion. Um, lots to talk about there, but I just I – just, it's it's not it's uh, people say like get rid of everybody but I'm just like well no you have a good team it's it's just not good enough you know and so anyway but let's you want to you want to take a break here and then we can come back and talk about the matchups this week and uh, we'll be right back on the inside source excited to talk NFC and AFC in just a minute. All right, guys, and we're back. Inside Source, episode 45, Connor Mullins, Coy Oslin, Hutton Harris, talking AFC, NFC title games. Guys, let's get right to it. Um, we'll start with the first game of the day, which is the NFC. I believe that's at 2 o'clock on Fox. It will be the Philadelphia Eagles versus the San Francisco 49ers. Connor, what's your take on this game? I don't know the line. I'm guessing that it's uh, – I'm guessing that it's – Philadelphia minus one and a half or something. Philadelphia two and a half. It's oh, close. close. Really close. Okay. I think Philly takes this one. Okay. I really do. Uh, I don't think Brock Purdy's going to be able to do it one more time okay. for the 49ers. I know that team is so great. Mm-hmm. And the most intriguing matchup, really in my opinion, for this for this specific game is Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts. Okay. They're two of the youngest quarterbacks in the league right now. That's going to be a fun battle to watch. It'll be interesting to see how Purdy lives up yeah. in that game. But I do think the Eagles take this one again. Corey, what do you think? Uh, well, the points that Connor made are right. I think Jalen Hurts is is the is the key to this. But what it just it doesn't seem right to me that San Francisco would lose this game. I hate to be the person who looks at it through that lens, right? But to me, this just seems like it's set up for San Francisco to win. I don't see a situation where a team like Philadelphia drops the ball at such a high level. It, but it's definitely possible. I I think that um, ultimately the 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 biggest the biggest thing for me is that <laughs> the, the I told you that would happen. The biggest thing for me is that. Jalen Hurts may be, maybe, um, a budding star in the NFL, and this could be his coming out party if 
if he takes the Eagles to the Super Bowl and wins the Super Bowl, I feel like we will all look back in three weeks and be like, well, yeah, I mean, that dude's the man, you know? Is that going to happen? I don't know. I think San Francisco has one heck of a defense. Um, I do want to give the Cowboys credit. They have a pretty good offense. But at the same time, I think San Francisco probably, probably figures out a way to win this game. And I'm going to say it's going to be something like 26 to 23 or something. Like something something crazy weird like that. Um, I just think they have too many offensive weapons. The interesting thing that I want to see is down five or six with three minutes left and Brock Purdy with the ball. That's where really either way, Jalen Hurts or Brock Purdy, who's going to be that hero, right? Because we really haven't had to see that through either one of these quarterbacks. Coy, what's your what's your score prediction uh, there? I'll give it to you after this. Okay. I think I think the one thing that we're not thinking about is this. Jalen Hurts, this team will be in the playoffs next year. Yeah, of course. 100%. Yeah. They won't win the division. There is a but, real yeah. chance Brock Purdy, if he loses this game, there's a real chance he never starts another winning game in his NFL career. It, it's 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 interesting. It's, it's, to, it's, it's a real yeah. momentum deal. Yeah. It's really interesting to me because, again, he's basically going to – at worst, he's going to be Colt McCoy for the rest of his career. Like he's going to be a great backup. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm That's just saying quarterback he, he, right there. I, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying he's, he's, he's Nick Foles, right? He, he's mm-hmm. going to, he's going to have a couple million bucks a year. He'll get to hold a clipboard. But I do think if you throw him on the Cardinals right now, or you throw him on the Rams, he's not the same guy. And that's not, knocking him it's he's a rookie i mean he's 20 he's your age 23 years old you know and so Which it's like crazy. Anyway. yeah right um but i agree with you coy i yeah. I, th- I think that this is it's kind of all or nothing for him ultimately i i do think that that uh i need your score your prediction now 23 21 the nfl gods have spoken to me okay. i'm going with the 49ers okay connor would you say that score would be 27 24 eagles oh wow okay it's in philly I'm going to give it to him. Okay. I mean, so I don't have a dog in this hunt. I guess as a Cowboys fan, I should be like, I hate the Eagles, but I kind of like watching them play. They're kind of fun. Yeah. Um, they have One great, of my best friends is an Eagles fan, have, and I hate them because they, of that. But They have anyway. great receivers, A.J. Brown. They've got I mean, a really good team. They're, they're really good. So, um, all right, let's move on to the AFC here. Uh, this More one's, intriguing matchup. This one's the most, the most uh, delicious matchup of the weekend for sure. So Cincinnati goes to KFC. So many questions surrounding Patrick Mahomes here, obviously. Without the injury, let's just start start with that. What do you think happens with if, if Mahomes is, 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 let's say he's 70% ready to go, like if he's playing, in other words, what are your thoughts on that, Connor? I don't know if the Chiefs will let the Bengals beat them again. Yeah. I think they've, I think they've, they've beat them three they've times won the in last a row. three games. Last yes. three. Including last year's AFC yeah. title game. Yeah. yeah. So I don't I don't see the Chiefs losing again yeah. to the Bengals. I'm going to give it to the Chiefs, even if he is 70% at quarterback. I still think that the Chiefs take that edge over the Bengals. But, yeah. again, it's Joe Burrow. Anything right. can happen with Joe Burrow. I think we've learned at this point. So yeah. it wouldn't shock me if the Bengals come into this game and really – play yeah. well again again in KC they've right. done it before I don't see why they can't do it again but uh this time I just don't think Kansas City's gonna let them slide by Coy what do you think here this is gonna be the blandest take you're ever gonna hear for a game this exciting you're gonna take yeah, the Colts seriously. again remember you took the Colts <laughs> yeah <laughs> take the Colts no uh 
I think it, it's it's one of these deals where you look at these two teams and go, okay, this is either going to be Joe Burrow establishing himself as the quarterback of the AFC, right. where it's 35-21, to 21, or they're gonna get beat forty-two to right. seventeen. Right. Right. I, I don't. Right. I don't think this is gonna be a close game, no matter what. In my opinion, interesting. Huh. Mm. Okay. Um. So my take on the Bengals: the last two years, I have taken them when the playoffs has started. I'm on record of saying that. Uh, I'm all about the Bengals. I think that they have it. They remind me a lot of the early '90s Cowboys. They've got everything that you want in a young team. Now y'all one of y'all said a second ago, you know, salary cap's going to get them. They probably will. But right now, man, they are flying everywhere. And I mean, just looking at last week, you know, DeMar Hamlin's there. It's this nostalgic game. They don't care. Like they're ready to rip your head off, you know? And so I do think Joe Burrow goes into Kansas city, whether Mahomes is a hundred percent or not. And I think that they beat them pretty, pretty handily. I think that it's, probably 31 to 17 if Mahomes is not 100%. Um because why 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 not? Like why why what what's your case for Chad Henney versus versus uh Joe Burrow, you know what I'm saying? And so I just I just don't believe in the Chiefs if the way that Joe Burrow is playing right now I think that he's the MVP of the NFL. He's not going to win that, but I think that he's the most valuable player. Connor, did you say a score prediction or no? I did not. I'm going to say if Mahomes is healthy, okay. say 70%, like okay. we just mentioned, okay. I'm going to go 35-31 okay. KC. I would love that. Yeah. All right, so I've if got. He's, if he's not, though, uh, yeah. I would say probably more like I, thirty-one seventeen. I have but, the Bengals either way. Yeah. I just think the Bengals; it's their time. It, I, I I think that no matter what, it's it's just their time, you know. And and uh, yeah, okay. So the 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 thing too about Mahomes, I want to talk about Mahomes real quick. Is that um, ultimately, if he gets to a, he already has gone gotten to a fifth AFC Championship game, okay, in a row, which is awesome. If he loses this game, hurt or not hurt, um, and let's say they have three or four more years, right? They got three or four more years of their prime. At what point do you start looking at him like Aaron Rodgers and you're like, okay, really good, man. That's awesome. But kind of like the Cowboys, kind of like the Mavericks, kind of like the Rangers in my, my world. It's like, I really enjoyed that ALDS win versus the Blue Jays or whatever, whoever I'm making that up. But tell me when you're in the World Series, because that's kind of where Chiefs fans are, in my opinion. What do you guys think about Mahomes if they don't get back to the Super Bowl here? He's under contract, isn't he? For oh, for sure, he's not going anywhere. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going to lose his job. I, I think the first domino to fall is Kelsey. Yeah, and then yeah. well, he's old enough. Yeah, and in and then you lose your coach. And then Mahomes is just there. Yeah. yeah, and it's just kind of this really similar to, really is similar to Green Bay. Well, yeah. and remember they lost Tyreek Hill this year, which a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, he, we need to replace him with Juju Smith-Schuster or with you know Isaiah Pacheco." I'm like, okay, sure. Except just like the Cowboys, when you play a real team, <laughs> it's like okay. I mean, again, let's rewind. They beat the Jaguars by eight points last week. I think a lot of people would say the Jaguars were the winner of the worst division in. The, in, in the NFL. So 
I, I just I feel like again the Chiefs are kind of just hanging out and they're just they're they're playing with their food as I say and they're they're gonna they're gonna get to the AFC Championship again because that doesn't mean anything to them. But I think if Mahomes loses again, even if he gets the Super Bowl and loses, it's like okay, what 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 what's the next step here? You know because he wins against San Francisco right before the pandemic. If San Francisco comes back and beats him or, you know, Joe Burrow beats him, you can't tell me that Joe Burrow and the, the Bengals aren't going to be the, the the favorite next year. So anyway, just a thought. So, all right, guys. Well, uh, I think we all have, I think we all have uh, some interesting takes here. Cowboys uh, are out, obviously. Uh, I feel like we're going to have a great weekend of football coming up. I'm going with the Bengals. I'm going with the Niners. I think most everybody is, except for Connor. Except for me. <laughs> I'll be wrong. I'll right. gladly be no, wrong. No, you'll, you'll probably be right. But All right, guys. Inside Source, Connor Mullins, Coy Oslin. We missed you, Joseph and, and Jalen. Talk to you guys later. Go Wildcats.